This is The Space Shot, episode 27, for June 10th, 2017. The Spirit of Launches Past. Hey everyone, welcome to The Space Shot, your daily space history, pop culture, and news fix. I'm John Molnix. In the early afternoon of June 10th, 2003, the Mars rover Spirit was launched from Cape Canaveral Air Force Station on a Delta II rocket. Spirit and its twin, Opportunity, were rovers that were launched to Mars just weeks apart. The Mars exploration rovers Spirit and Opportunity owe much of their design and function to FIDO, the field-integrated design and operations rover that the Jet Propulsion Laboratory used to test different instruments and technologies for future rovers. After years of development, Spirit and Opportunity were almost ready to launch, they just needed names. NASA partnered with the LEGO Company and the Planetary Society to name the twin rovers, and after a months-long search, they chose the name Spirit and Opportunity from the essay of a nine-year-old from Arizona. LEGO and the Planetary Society received almost 10,000 entries over a three-month period. I had to pull the Name the Rovers website up via the Internet Archive's Wayback Machine because the contest website hasn't been live in years. The purpose of the Mars Exploration Rovers was to search the Martian surface to, quote, find rocks and soils that hold clues about the wet environments of Mars's past. The work of the rovers as robotic field geologists, as NASA and JPL scientists referred to them as, was all dependent on the rovers landing safely on Mars. At the time of the launch of Spirit and Opportunity, roughly two out of three missions to Mars ended in failure. Today that figure stands at about one in two, including partially successful missions. To help ensure that those landings were successful, there were numerous innovations that were used to set the 400-pound rovers down safely on the surface of the planet. From the selection of landing sites that are favorable to rover operations, to the airbag-protected shell that formed basically a cocoon around the rover, NASA was taking steps to make sure the rovers would be able to operate once on the surface. Spirit and Opportunity were scheduled to operate for just three months, and in the case of Spirit, it ended up communicating with Earth until 2010, spending 2,269 operational days, or 2,208 sols, which is a Martian day, exploring the surface of Mars. Many of the operational days for Spirit were spent when the rover became stuck in a Martian, quote, sand trap, and it was in this sand trap that Spirit would stay for the remainder of its mission. With the rover embedded in soil that provided almost no traction for the rover, NASA redefined the mission, making Spirit a stationary research platform. Unfortunately, the rover would not be able to survive the harsh Martian winter, and it's estimated that temperatures inside the rover dropped to negative 67 degrees Fahrenheit. In future episodes, I'll talk about the Opportunity rover and some of the science these amazing rovers have accomplished, Some of the most incredible images of the Martian surface were taken by the panoramic cameras on Spirit and Opportunity. One of the interesting things about these cameras is that they are at human eye height, allowing for a similar perspective of what a human might see if they were walking on the surface of Mars. The picture that Spirit took of the Martian sunset while at the Gusev crater is one of my favorite pictures of any NASA mission. I'll be linking to that picture in the show notes, and I'll also make sure to post it on Facebook again for those of you that haven't seen it yet. One final historical note for today. On this day in 1973, the Explorer 49 satellite was launched. It performed radio astronomy research with its massive antennas that spanned over 1,500 feet tip to tip. These antennas allowed Explorer 49 to map our solar system, galactic neighborhood, 
and extragalactic sources for low-frequency radio emissions. Explorer 49 was the last American mission to the moon until the Clementine spacecraft that launched in 1994. Tomorrow, we talk about gamma rays with the Fermi Space Telescope. I'm grateful that you've taken the time to listen to the show. It would mean a lot if you could leave a review on iTunes and Google Play Music, and it would mean even more if you can share this podcast with someone that loves space, history, or pop culture. Like and share the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, anywhere you connect with your friends and family. I'm John Molnix, and I'll catch you on the flip side.